for the opportunity you give us to be here, Father. We ask that you bless these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up. All my brothers and sisters that are here right now, Lord, we just are, are asking for your uh, spirit to fill the atmosphere here, Father. We know it's there's no one like you, Jesus, and the change starts with you, Father. We're asking right now that you open up our minds, Lord, that you clear a space for us to be able to receive this perfect seed from you, your precious word. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless the ministries here, continue to bless this community, Father, and continue to bless this evening. We ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated. God bless the group. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's no one like our Lord. Amen. Our Lord responds in the time that we need him. Praise God. I love hearing uh I love hearing the too good to not believe Tuesdays. We've been missing some of those, but I love hearing uh when God responds to our prayers, to our needs, how God works with us and God uh, establishes our footing. Amen. Uh our our Lord is our foundation, brothers and sisters, and sometimes you know we uh we need to step on that foundation confidently, knowing that he's the one that establishes uh us. Uh, in in difficult times, Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless the kids uh, and the youth this evening. Dios bendiga los niños y los jóvenes esta noche, Amen. Que Dios siga bendiciendo los niños y también aquí en la escuela también. Qué lindo es verlos aquí en las en las mañanas y pues ojalá que siguen Querendo, amen. El querer de aprender. Um, praying for uh, the kids, you know, that they have a desire to continue to learn, amen. Uh, it's a struggle, it's a struggle, it's a struggle. Your parents know here it's a struggle, but praise the Lord. It's, it's They're in a good place. They're in a place where they start with prayer. They're in a place where they can uh, ask for prayer. They can, uh, you know, uh, the teachers are, are guiding them and directing them and coaching them in spiritual ways. That's a blessing. I tell you, that's a blessing, brothers and sisters. So praise God for that. So let's continue praying, amen, uh, that the Lord continue to move in their lives. Um, so I mentioned on Sunday uh, that uh, the title um, that I was kind of thinking of the uh, um, for the message on Sunday, and then as I, um, as I started to look over some of the verses that God had given me on Sunday, it, it just changed to that the the title of a rejected love um but i it's, the title still is the title i mean the titles uh so I, I felt like you know god is it are you are you leading me into um something that's ahead and and so the title of today's message is nothing changes if nothing changes el titulo de el mensaje esta noche hermanos nada se cambia si nada se cambia um, y si lo piensas es cierto eso hermanos muchas veces um, estamos, estamos pensando que algo se puede cambiar sin no esforzarnos o si no poner el trabajo y no se va a cambiar cosas así se necesita poner el trabajo ¿no? en la vida y todo lo que sea uh, lo hemos visto en, en, en nuestras vidas creciendo en cosas y cambiando cosas en nuestras vidas uh, se cambia cosas, pero um, cosas espiritualmente hablando, um, podemos ver que muchas veces creemos que 
uh, podemos avanzar o cambiar algo, pero no se va a cambiar si no uh, ponemos el trabajo. Uh, so, you know, in, in, in this message, and thinking about this message a little bit, we sometimes miss the part, the point, where we think things are going to just change magically. We think things change magically. If there's spiritual things that we have that we're battling against and we identify them, we've got to put the work to change them. It's beautiful when you put the work to change them. It's beautiful when God, uh, um, you know, is working in your life. I've mentioned to you before here in church that um, the word is, you know, I I remember the word being tough in my life and uh, and difficult. But of course, um, it was, it's always pure. It's always truth. Um, And so uh, God uh, will identify something and the word of God says that it's like a mirror, right? It's like a mirror. We see ourselves. Uh, The word of God is powerful and we've all been there. We've all seen that. I tell you, you know, I told, I told you the story about how I asked my father, I said, how did you know I wouldn't leave? You know, I heard, I heard, I heard, you guys all know who Shaquille O'Neal is, some of y'all. He's a famous basketball player, right? And I heard him, he said, hey, they asked him and said, hey, do you ever think you would coach? Because right now there's another player that was really famous that's having a lot of success. And he goes, nope. And they go, why not? He goes, because kids today are soft. (laughs) He said, okay. He goes, yeah. He goes, my dad was a, you know, he was a captain. He was an army guy. He would put me in order. I had coaches that would get in my face. And this guy's seven foot tall. So I don't know how much of their face he was getting into, uh, his face they were getting into. But he goes, nah, I, I don't even want to mess with that. He goes, they, they'd be crying. And it's true. There's sometimes that um, the word of God comes hard. And um, as I mentioned before, you know, the conversation I had with my dad, and it was years after, um, you know, um, if it was exhortations or, or prayers that uh, um, were uh, here in church, I asked him, I said, because I, I remember a couple of times where I had to buckle down. I had to buckle down. Some of y'all haven't had to buckle down yet. Some of y'all, it's the word of God. I know it gets tough, but I'm talking about literally, like, hey, Gabriel, you know, this is this publicly. I had to buckle down. I, and I've, I've, I've mentioned this to, before. And I asked him, and I was like, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping for like a, a very spiritual answer right from him. He's like, he's gonna tell me, oh, I could see it in your eyes, where there was a halo that was over you, or the light came through the stained glass windows at the church. No, he said, I didn't know. I just prayed. Whoo, okay, all right, Pastor. But I needed it, Amen. and thank God for it because. I had just started, I had just gotten married, and there was a lot of things that needed to be fixed in my life personally, as God was working. And the word of God becomes that. But it's really critical for us to get to a point where we understand the work that needs to be done. Es importante, hermanos, como estaba hablando, que le pregunté una vez a mi papá, uh, porque me exhortó una vez, era joven, ahí vienen todos los que me van a juzgar, ya sé. Tenía como 20 años. Discúlpame, ok, ya me perdonó el Señor. Pero le pregunté, ¿por qué? ¿Cómo sabías que no me iba a ir? Pero yo me recuerdo esa noche porque 
pues era como una cintura espiritualmente y me lo puse para no levantarme. Ya me quise ir. I'm out of here. I'm a grown man. I pay my own bills. My mom's like, maybe you did it so much at 20. Calm down, mom. We don't have to, we don't have to okay, I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I had to put on this spiritual belt to hold me down. And I just weathered it. And thank God for that. Because something in me died that night. And I praise God for it. You heard Brother Lorenzo. Brother Lorenzo uh, testified a little about Some of y'all uh, see, see me now or know me now, and that's not who I was. And I thank God for that. It's God who did that, and a lot of prayers that did that. So praise God for that. But as I was thinking about this message, um, it, there's a reality that comes to it that nothing's going to change in our lives unless it changes. You think about it. Think about the things in your life currently right now that are going on, struggles that we're having, whatever it is. We've got to put the work into it. Now, there's obstacles in our lives that will change. God will move obstacles, but if the obstacle's us, God says, hey, you got to get there. You got to bring it to the altar. You got to deny yourself. You got to carry your cross. It just doesn't magically happen. It takes this, this effort of saying, God, I'm walking to you. I'm going to go to you, God. So es importante, hermanos, que, porque muchas veces... Uh, y, y se gasta tiempo Estamos leyendo ahorita El libro de Éxodos y, y, y como dije 11 días 11 días se llevó la viaje Y si tú lo haces Solamente se lleva 5 días Pero dijeron con todo El que se estaba moviendo Que se llevaba 11 días Para llegar de Egipto A la tierra prometida 11 días That's what it would have taken. And it took 40 years. God help me. I don't want it to take that in my life personally. But it can. And we see, and God gives us a, a perfect example through the desert what they struggled with. They struggled with Egypt. They struggled with what they had left. Little things had been there. Hurt had been there. Pain had been there. Of course, traditions and customs that they had had been there. And God was purifying his people in the desert. So as, as I was thinking about this message, brothers and sisters, you know, um, for me, it's critical um, for there to be uh, fruit. Amen. You sh and you shall know them by the fruits. And it's, and it's important. It's important for that. It's important, right? So uh, um, once, we, once we know that God is working us and God, we can see the ground being, you know, cultivated and being worked on, then the expectation is, is that we start to desire this fruit from God. What is this fruit that God is looking for? If not, here it comes again. If not, that, you know, a, a tree might not give it. If not, the plant might not give it again another year, another uh, fruitless year. And we want God to give us this. Amen? So if we turn to Ephesians 5.15, si voltamos hermanos para Efesios 5.15, 
Dice la palabra de Dios aquí que mirad pues con diligencia cómo andéis, no como necios, sino como qué. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. 16. Aprovechando bien el tiempo porque los días son malos. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Por tanto, no seas insensatos, sino entendidos de cuál sea la voluntad de Dios. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Amen? So, brothers and sisters, the, the Lord is asking us to examine ourselves, to evaluate ourselves, and we have to do that personally. We have to do that personally. It's great when we have, um, uh, you know, uh, loved ones. It's great when we have relationships, best friends, and all this stuff. And, and, and we hear about it all the time. When I did the relationship class for the young people, I said, some of y'all are lousy friends. That's <laughs> why so I started the relationship class with. What? Yeah, because you only are asking for stuff. You don't know how to be there for someone. You don't know how to be there for someone. You're not ready for a relationship. You're selfish. And in some cases, we don't have somebody that will tell us uh, the truth, tell us something. And that's why it's so critical for us to open ourselves up to the word of God. Because the word of God will prick your heart. The word of God will offend you. But it's the word of God that's doing it. It's beautiful how the word of God works because what it does, it warns us. It warns us before something happens. It's not easy when the word of God, you know, it, it shines the light on things. And as we see here, it's very clear. I, say, I like this version how it says, look carefully then how you walk not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So what is it telling us here is that we've got to pay attention to ourselves in these times. Ourselves in these times. Not all of us, not all around us or co-workers or anything. Ourselves in these times. We got to pay attention to ourselves, he's saying. Because these days are dangerous. And the influence is on your heart. The emotion is you. It's you that you got to worry about the most. You're your worst enemy. And so... This advice, I mean, this advice is precious. This is powerful advice right here, isn't it? Why? Because it puts, again, the word of God puts it on, the, the onus on us. We have to own this. And what's beautiful is the church, is the body of the church. Is, this is where prayer comes in. This, hey, brothers and sisters, I need help. I need prayer. This is where we're reaching out. This is where we're asking for prayer for sicknesses, both physically and spiritually. I started saying that a long time ago in my prayers. Years ago, I started that when I would pray for the service. 
Lord, help those that are sick, both physically and spiritually. Because it happens. But praise God, it's great when you, just like a normal natural sickness that we end up having, and I wasn't feeling too good the last couple of days either. These allergies have been bad. I've been struggling with migraines. I felt bad. I was thinking about uh, brothers and sisters that struggle with migraines. I usually don't struggle with a migraine. It's like, man, I can't even open my eyes. But this too shall pass. And it will also spiritually if we put the attention to it. And God is merciful with his word. And we thank him for that. Amen. John 3.30 says, Juan 3.30 dice, hermanos, Es necesario que él crezca, pero que yo, ¿qué? Meningue? Mengue? He must increase, but I must decrease. What? <laughs> what you saying there? What do you mean here? He must increase, but I must decrease. Brothers and sisters, it's again, when this is on us, these are the moments when we're feeling ourselves too much and feeling all these different things that we go through. Like I said, I struggle with this. God bless brothers and sisters that were here during those times. Some of them aren't here anymore during, that they experienced those times with me. I had a brother that came up to me after and said, oh, brother, I was praying for you while you were going through that one. That brother's not here no more. But again, God knew what I needed. And he knew that nothing was going to change unless something changed. Praise God for that. I mean, it's, it's beautiful because, again, we testified. My wife and I have testified about things in the, in the marriage class. I mean, we, we, thank God. Thank God things are, are different in our lives because we, we were a hot mess. And praise God for that. But it took my prayers, instead of looking at her faults, starting to look at my faults. Starting to look at what I needed. And I needed a lot. Trust me. I needed a lot. And I thank God because then God started working in both of our lives. When we were able to stop looking at each other's faults. But again, our intent, our mindset must be what? He increases, I decrease. What does that mean? That means my prerogative, my goal, my what I think is I need. I need to say, God, I need to give it to him. And we see here in Luke 14, 26. Podemos leer aquí en Lucas 14, hermanos 26. Si alguno viene a mí y no aborrece a su padre y madre, y mujer, y hijos, y hermanos, y hermanas, y aún también su propia vida, no puede ser mi discípulo. What? 
if any man come to me and, and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters and yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Now, that's pretty powerful, right? Because this is kind of shocking stuff like that. Hate is like, wait a second. The fifth commandment is to love what? Your mother and your father. Honor them. And now he's saying, hate them? What are you saying here, God? You're confusing me. No, no, it's not confusing. Because he includes yourself in it. So what does that mean? It means that there's got to be a priority in your life. And a lot of us haven't had that priority correctly in our lives. He's lucky if he's even on that list of the people he just mentioned. And we lose our focus. And that's why our relationship has to change because when we put everything else out of focus, like I said, there's a really famous Disney movie, The Greatest Game Ever Played, and it's this little boy and, and he's playing golf with all these professionals and he looks and he sees the crowd of people and then he like focuses in it and then he looks and he doesn't see nobody except what's in front of him. And that's the way we got to live our lives is all these distractions are here and then all of a sudden we see nothing except God. Because God becomes our everything, our everything, our everything. And it has to be that. He has to become our everything. But again, there's something, there's something that's there. There's something that's missing. It's a bolt that's missing sometimes. And again, it's nothing's going to change if nothing changes. It's the obvious. We've used the term before, it's insanity, right? Thinking something will change, doing the same thing over and over again, that's insane. Pero qué lindo es, hermanos, cuando ponemos nuestra confianza en el Señor diciendo, Señor, yo voy a poner mi trabajo porque yo sé que el trabajo que vas a hacer en mí va a ser perfecto. Faithful, God's merciful, God's beautiful, God's mighty. It's sometimes us that we struggle with different things. God's, God can do it in an instant. I'm not limiting God in any of this. But God wants to see a contrite heart. A heart that's willing to change. You got to be willing to change. You got to come with that motivation to change. Necesitamos tener un motivo de cambiar, hermanos. Si estamos en los manos de un Dios poderoso, el afadero como hemos leído, pero ¿qué va a hacer nomás destruirnos? ¿O lo vamos a dejar que los forma? You know, we're in the potter's hands. And what are we going to do? Just let them crush us and destroy us completely? Or are we going to say, here you go, God, mold us. Shape us. Remove what you need to. Because you see the vessel that I need to be. And it's crazy. It's crazy. That's what I was talking about. Too good to not believe Tuesday. It's like some of us, you know, <laughs> I mentioned it on Sunday, brothers and sisters. You know, I have to sit back and I have to think about how good God has been to me. 
and not take for granted his love, his mercy, his grace, not take for granted who he's been in my life, how he's protected me and my family. But at one time, something needed to be removed. We keep on reading right here, brothers and sisters, uh, 27. Y el que no lleva su cruz y viene en pos de mí, no puede ser mi discípulo. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 28. Porque quien de vosotros, queriendo edificar una torre, no se sienta primero y calcula, calcula los gastos a ver si tiene lo que necesita para acabarla. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost whether he have sufficient to finish it? No sea que después que haya puesto el cimiento y no puede Acabarla. Todos lo que lo vean comiencen. Is that it? Comiencen. A hacer burla de él. Verse 30. Diciendo, este hombre comenzó a edificar y no pudo acabar. Saying that this man began to build and was not able to finish. Now, brothers and sisters, what is God saying here? You see, he slaps us in the face, first of all, saying, you got to hate. What? But I love. No, 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 no. You love being distracted is what you love. No, what I need you to understand is that you need to consider your walk with me like somebody building a tower. Look at all what it's going to take so you don't look foolish. What means look foolish? That means I'm over there and I'm, I'm telling my mom, I'm telling my dad, I'm telling my family, I'm telling coworkers, oh, you got to be in Jesus, you got to be all this. And then what happens? We get distracted and we stop looking at God And now we look foolish. So he says, okay, okay, it's good, it's good. But slow it down and know what you're doing. Because there's times, brothers and sisters, that we get too far ahead of what God is trying to do in us. We want to come out of the oven already when we're not done yet. There's some things he's perfecting still in our lives. And praise the Lord for that. What, how beautiful it is when the word of God could teach us instead of life teaching us. How beautiful that is, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful to learn from a book than learn from a hard lesson? You see, again, I learned from a lot of hard lessons. But God was merciful. God had grace. God had a reason. God showed me stuff. God wanted me to understand better. God wanted me to be more merciful, more understanding, more compassionate. We need that. Some of us, some of us, <laughs> like the, the preaching on Jezebel, 
you know, justice for you, mercy for me. Come on. You can say it, man. You can say it quietly. You can say it underneath your breath if you need to. But it's true. Sometimes we're very quick that there's justice for you, but there's a lot of mercy for me. And God's working in us. God's tra- changing us, transforming us. El Señor va a trabajar en nosotros. Y a veces es con pruebas, hermanos. Pero qué lindo es cuando, cuando es su palabra que los avisa, que los enseña algo, que cambia algo, que quita algo. Qué lindo es cuando es su palabra. Qué lindo, hermanos. ¿No crees? O no, no. Es mejor cuando es la vida. Do we think it's better when it's life that does it instead of, you know, the trials of life? I don't. I don't want, I get consumed in that. But it's beautiful when it's him, amen? If we read here in Mark 7, 7, 9, it says, Le decía también, bien, invalidas, even, is that the way you say that? Invalidades? El mandamiento de Dios para guardar vuestra tradición. And he said unto them, full well, we, ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. Verse 10. For Moses said, honor thy father, father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that it is to say a gift, but whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. Verse 13. Making the word of God non-effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. Now, why did I put those verses in there, brothers and sisters? Because just before in Luke, he said, hate your mom, hate your dad, hate your wife, hate your husband, hate everybody, including yourself. But that's not what he was saying. Because right here, he talks about the law of Moses and how it wasn't being respected. What he's saying is look at your priority here. And many of us are putting these as priority over God. Where is God in line in your life? Where is he? Like I said, if he's not number one, I can... Quickly tell spiritually how you're doing. You can't fake it, brothers and sisters. I can tell very quickly, if he's not number one in your life, if you don't have a personal relationship with him, that you're speaking to him, that he's talking to you, that he's, you know, bringing you up, lifting you up, but he's also at times exhorting you like a good father. Some of us don't know how to have a relationship with him because we run from him like Adam and Eve. And this whole time, he's been there. He's been there with his word, his precious word. We've talked about this before, brothers and sisters. When we come to him, when we come to him with an open heart, we come to him and we say, God, he's going to meet us at the hurt. Because there's hurt. That causes us to distance ourselves. Hurt causes confusion. Hurt, we can't see clearly. We don't understand stuff. You know, there's grown adults here that are still children in their hurt. 
I know I'm speaking to somebody today. I don't care. There could be 70-year-olds here that are still children in their hurt. But that moment when you recognize that he can take it from you, that he can remove it from you, and all he requires from us is for us to offer it to him. You see, that's the difference is a lot of the times we've talked about this, we know he can do it. We ask him to do it. But nothing changes unless it changes. When he asked us to be a living sacrifice, that's the sacrifice. It's us. It's the change. That's where we show God, I'm not doubting you. It's tough. It's been challenging. It's been hard, but I'm going to offer it to you, God. I'm going to give it to you. If we turn to 1 Timothy 5. Porque si alguno no prove, prove para, sus, para los suyos y mayormente prove, 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 uh, para los suyos y mayormente para los de su casa ha negado la fe y es peor que un qué? Encreudo, encreudo, dulo, encreudo. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and it's worse than an infidel. Now, brothers and sisters, again, what are you? I'm confused, brother Gabe. I thought you told me I'm supposed to hate my, my entire family. No, you got to just align your list. Because again, if the devil knows, the devil knows. Well, what are you talking about there, Gabe? You don't even call me brother Gabe. You just said Gabe this time. I don't know. I felt that. Well, what I mean by that is that sometimes the devil knows the distraction to bring you to keep you from listening to God. And when you can realize that, oh man, you don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know what it is to be ahead of something. Ooh, man, can you imagine that? Somebody coming up to you, somebody that you love and they hurt you and, they're, and they're, you're having a Jesus moment, they're spewing on you, they're telling you stuff, they're, and you're just sitting there and you're taking it, taking it. That's the difference. You're taking it. And you have your Jesus moment. Because God's above them. You see, that's the problem right there. Is that, no, then you're wrecked. Then you can't this. Then depression comes. Then all these factors start to come in our lives that normally do. And then guess what? The devil's like, I'll be here in a couple of weeks. I'll be here quarterly. I'll come back and visit you. We'll let you get high again and we'll just bring you back down. So when Jesus says here, if you can't realign your life, this might not be for you. The young man turns away and walks sadly. 
because this is narrow. It's tight. It's not that you can't do it. It might be that you're not wanting to do it because you can do it or he wouldn't have said to do it. But when one carries their cross, they're usually carrying it to a place that they'll die. That's the thing. That's the critical thing is that if you're carrying your cross, when he carried his cross, he carried it to a location. He didn't just carry it to carry it. And sometimes we got to carry it. Sometimes we got to. Kill the old man. And it's powerful when you see those moments. It's beautiful when you see God doing something. When he's working, when he's speaking, when he's moving. It's beautiful. And he can do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. If we turn to Proverbs 11, 2. Proverbs 11, 2, dice hermanos. Cuando viene la sobre, soberbia, soberbia, ¿es eso? Soberbia, soberbia. Viene también la deshonra, deshonra. Mas con los humildes está la sabiduría. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. Now, brothers and sisters, again, for us, we're Latinos. Now, we got a lot of pride, huh? Even the way we sit, the way we walk, the way we dress. Como estamos vestidos, como hablamos. Tenemos mucho orgullo, no? Hasta las gachas. Pero eso es la problema. Que a veces no hemos emprendido, hermanos, como ser humilde. Have we learned how to be humble? Or have we had to survive our entire life? Have we had to let people, we made people see us the way we wanted to be seen instead of letting God show them who we were. But pride isn't going to allow the change. And before destruction was pride. So we find ourselves in this, you know, difficult place, this quandary of struggles. And like I said, where are we at in this journey? Is this, is this year 20? Is this year 35? Is this already getting closer and closer and, you know, in the desert or, are we just leaving Egypt? We could still see Egypt and we're wanting to get to our promise. And like I said on Sunday, brothers and sisters, don't mistake in God for a pasalón. Let's not mistake in God for just being passive and just being, oh, he, he, he's, he'll, he understands my needs and I'll just keep on sinning. I mentioned this, the fear that I had that corrected me was knowing that my decisions, my actions 
would affect my family. Because just think about this for a second. Some of us are like, well, brother, I got a scripture for that because, you know, your sins is not your fault. Your father's sins are not your sins. But I'm telling you, if you're hurting, who else is going to hurt? Your kids. If you're going through trials and tribulations, they're going through trials and tribulations. That's what came over me on trips. That's what came over me as the word of God was being preached and saying, if you don't figure this out, guess what? So once we start to see God's perfect process, how he works, then we freely come to him without allowing the distractions to hold us back, pull us back. Don't let the distraction hold you down. Remove it. Release it. If we turn here to Matthew 16, 25, si voltamos, hermanos, para Mateos 16, 25, dice, Porque todo el que quiera salvar su vida, la perderá. Y todo el que pierda su vida por causa de mí, la hallará. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life, for who? I like that one. For my sake shall find it. What does that mean? What does that mean, Brother Gabe? That means when you deny yourself. When you do it, when you do it for you, when you do it for you, I, I've said this before, brothers and sisters, you know, and I've had conversations and, and God bless those that I've had conversation with. A drug addict won't stop using drugs because of their kids. We'd like to say that all the time. You say, do it for your kids. Do it for your wife. Do it for your They got to do it for them. We hear it all the time. You see the interventions. Oh, they got to want it. They got to want to be healed. They got to want to get fixed. If they don't want that, then here comes the curse again until they decide. It sounds good. It's some, and there could be times that it, it worked, but it has to be them. Because when it's us, then God, God's with us with the work. Muchas veces, hermanos, tenemos una, un pensamiento y ha hablado con personas que han sufrido con adicciones y muchas veces le dicen, pues hazlo por tus hijos y para de usar la droga. La adicción de tomar, hazlo por tus hijos. Y no cambian. Porque eso no era suficiente. Lo que necesitaban hacerlo era para ellos mismos. Que quieren componer, que quieren sentir en mano de Dios ellos. Y si sí, su familia va a ser bendecido por eso. 
And I'm not saying that their kids or their wives won't be blessed because of that, but it has to be for them. Because it starts there in the name of Jesus. Amen. Philippians 2, 3 says, Filipenses 2, 3 dice, hermanos, nada hagáis por contienda o por qué vanagloria antes bien con humildad estimando cada uno a los demás como superiores superiores I can say it in my mind a él mismo let nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in loneliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves now brothers and sisters this is what God is calling us for is again that we start to change. What are you still struggling with that you've been struggling with for a long time? ¿Qué estás sufriendo, hermanos, que, que no importa los años que has dejado de Egipto, todavía estás cargando algo, todavía estás llevando algo? What is it? What is it that you're struggling with? You need to identify it and then, and then that's where the work comes. That's where the change wants to come. And, and sometimes it's overwhelming because you start to see that it's a lot of things. But it's powerful when you start to say, okay, God, I'm giving it to you. God, I've identified it. God, you've shown it to me through your word. And I believe in you, Jesus. And I want this to change. I want this to change because guess what? The risk is. And again, that's why I told you. Again, if I know, if I'm over here saying drug addicts won't do it for their kids, this might not even go for you. But I hope it does that, unfortunately, that that gets passed on. Now your hurt becomes your kid's hurt. Now your example becomes your kid's example. I used to say that all the time when I would have parents. I just want to see my kids praising God. I said, then you praise them. I just don't understand why my kids are so sad. Then you be happy. Because children are amazing as they look to their environments, as they look to everything, and they sense things. What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, I used to bother me with my kids. Everything okay? What's wrong? There's Gabriel right there. You and mom fighting again? What's wrong? Look at him. He loved it. Tristan would preach to us. Because kids, they're a tool from God. They're special. And bless, God bless them, amen. But we have a responsibility. This is where the change has to happen. And thank God for that. Thank God God gave us another day for that. Thank God that he gave us another day to change. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a sibling, a parent, or a grandparent. You still, we still got the opportunity to change. But if we ignore this, if again, pride is muting us, if, if our own minds is out of control right now and we're in that order of, you know, ah, this, 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 God, then guess what? Nothing changes. Nothing changes. But that moment that we want it to change, it changes. It changes. It changes instantly 
that moment we want it to change, it changes. Because you know you got to put the work in. If we turn to Hebrews 10, 26, y voltamos, hermanos, para Hebreos 10, 26, porque sin, porque si pecaremos voluntariamente, después de haber recibido el conocimiento de la verdad, ya no queda más sacrificio por los pecados. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Now, brothers and sisters, what does that mean? It means we should know better. It means we're in the desert now, snakes are biting us, and we're dying. Because we're still murmuring, because we're still gossiping, because we're still not happy and satisfied, because we're still not content being in front of a God that's loving, merciful, that can take it from us, that we should honor with our lives, that we should accept and we should welcome exhortation. Are you a person that welcomes it? Or are you a person that's like... <laughs> Now don't get too much where you welcome it so much because then it's just like change. <laughs> uh, a brother told pastor one time, I was like, oh, I like when you exhort me. He said, why? I don't. Change. It's not easy to read the word because again as this is being read God is speaking to us but again we got to let God do these things in us and not reject his love are we rejecting his love are we running to it saying God you know better than I do God you know my heart God you've I've had conversations personal conversations with you through the years I've said my prayers when I'm driving. Have a conversation with God. Don't be surprised. He already knows everything. But it feels good to have it with him. Say, God, forgive me. Forgive me, God. Forgive me for my ignorance. Forgive me for my pride. Help me, God, be that vessel you want me to be. Not I want to be. Because what I've wanted to be has gotten me nowhere. But what you want me to be, you have a place for me. Oh, Jesus, help me. We keep on reading here, verse 27. Si no una horrenda expectación de juicio y de hervor de fuego que ha de devorar a los adversarios, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. Now, brothers and sisters, he is the consuming fire. I talked about it on Sunday. Well, you know, uh, the trial I was going through when I was walking up these steps and I'm 
crying as I'm trying to open the door because I want to come and pray. And I said, God, God, if this is happening because of sin, forgive me. Forgive me. But if you're testing me, strengthen me. Because I do not want to be in a consuming fire that will completely destroy me. Forgive me, Father. Merciful God, loving God, why I have time. Powerful God, as we see young children here, some of us that have young children, oh God, forgive me now. Don't let me mess this up. Don't let me mess this up, God. You've given me such this great gift. And man, we got some good kids here. Oh, man. You guys got some beautiful kids here. Beautiful kids here. Beautiful, beautiful kids here. Everyone here. I know sometimes you don't feel like it. Sometimes you're pulling your hair out. I get it. Some of mine went out because of that, too. Trust me, during the process. But you guys got some beautiful kids here. And a lot of that was because of you. But a lot more of it was because of him. And I've said it before. I've said it before. Ooh, woe to you. I'm going to go biblical on you, and that's not even a scripture. Woe to you that doesn't take care of your family when you have little kids standing up and praying for brothers and, and asking God to help people. Woe to you parents that don't nurture that and try to... Woe to you, because you will have to answer to God. Because God is good and merciful. But get over yourself and change, change, change in the name of Jesus. Because we got to redeem the times, because they're dangerous. Please, again, it's, it's powerful when the word of God comes and it's speaking to us and it's pricking our heart and it's saying, now's the time, do it now. Quit wasting time as you have an opportunity. Do it, do it, do it. Amen. Trust in him. If we trust in him, then we know there's times it's gonna hurt. But therapy hurts when they do physical therapy on you. Some of y'all that have had physical therapy, they're borderline hurting you. Why does it hurt so much? Because it's got to. Because we've got to stretch it out. Help us, God, stretch it out, Jesus, in your precious name. If we turn to Philippians 2.5, I'm going to ask some musicians to pass on up, brothers and sisters. Philippians 2.5 says, Haga pues en vosotros este sentir que hubo también en Cristo Jesús. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6. 
el cual siendo en forma de Dios no estimó el ser igual a Dios como cosa que aferrarse aferrarse who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God verse 7 sino que se despojó despojó a sí mismo tomando forma de siervo hecho semejante a los hombres but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men y estando en la condición de hombre se humilló a sí mismo haciéndose obediente hasta la muerte y muerte de cruz and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross now listen to this brothers and sisters our God our Savior the God the Creator denied himself why can't we deny ourselves why do we got so much pride why do we lack wisdom Why do we struggle in denying ourselves? What is it? It's because we won't humble ourselves before the Lord. Say, God, you know better than me. Es porque no lo estamos humillando delante del Señor, hermano. No estamos diciendo, Señor, tú sabes mejor que yo. Señor, hay veces que no voy a ver la cosa bien, pero tú lo miras todo bien, Señor. Pero a veces, hermanos, como dice la Biblia, a veces no podemos oír, no podemos ver, no podemos hablar. Y por eso se necesita el toque del Señor. Like we've talked about, I don't know where you're at, I don't know where your state is being is spiritually speaking. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what, how your week's been. I don't know how your month's been. I don't know how your year's been. God knows everything. El Señor sabe todas las cosas, hermanos. Porque estamos en sus manos. I tell you, God is perfect, brothers and sisters. He's a perfect God and there's times in our lives there's uh, turbulence. There's trials and tribulations that we're going through. But like I said, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be because of me. I don't know. I've never asked my wife if she's ever had those thoughts. I bet she has. She's been in the hospital with my children staying overnight and I'm sure she's had her prayers where she's talking to God and she's saying, God, If it's something that I'm lacking, forgive me. Remove it, Father, because I don't want to see this type of hurt. Why don't we stand up, brother and sister? Why don't we stand up, brother and sister? Un deseo que debemos tener, hermanos, es más que todo que dejamos la palabra de Dios que llega al parte que se necesita cambiar en nuestras vidas. Si es nuestro corazón, si es 
nuestro corazón que se necesita hacer carne otra vez, que sea carne otra vez. Que declaramos este noche, esta noche, hermanos, que cosas se pueden cambiar. Si es un momento como el hijo pródigo, si es un momento, si alguien está escuchando en el radio, en el internet, si alguien está aquí y está teniendo su momento que hace años, ha sido años que has tenido una plática con el Señor. A un deseo de cambiar, a un deseo de, de comenzar a una relación otra vez con Dios. Si ese es tu momento, pues siga, siga al Señor, hermanos. If this is your moment, if this is your time, if God is calling you, if this is a, a prodigal son moment, then hear his voice calling you. Why don't we pass on up? ¿Por qué no pasamos, hermanos, y oramos? Why don't we pass on up and pray to God and ask God to heal our hearts, to heal our wounds? How about that one, to heal our wounds? I like that one. I like that one. I had to ask God to heal my wounds, my wounds of offense, my wounds of hurt. And I thank him for that. I thank him for his strength that he's given. Amen? Pass on up, pass on up. I think everybody needs prayer. Pass on up. Let's, nobody, everybody pass on up. There's brothers and sisters here that are going through serious things, difficult things. So if the group here can play some worship music. Pasan, 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 pasan. Pasale, pasale. Pass on up. Don't be embarrassed, don't be embarrassed. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God, you are good. Merciful God, break chains, God, break chains. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful, Lord, for your love. We're grateful for your mercy, Jesus. We're asking right now, Father, that your presence that's mightier than anything, Father. If there's something here, Father, there's something that's holding someone back, Father. If there's something that doesn't want to let go in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke it, Father. We know it's you, Father, that destroys things. We, knew, we know it's you that frees things, Father. Father, right now in your precious name, Father, I'm asking that you restore, renew people, Father, that are here. That you remove the hurt, Father, the pain. You allow the change to complete itself, Father. You allow your love to penetrate, Father. Some of us haven't received your love, Father, completely. That's why the pain's still there. Some of us haven't received your wisdom completely, Father. That's why sometimes these decisions come in our lives, Lord, that we struggle again, Father. Help us, Jesus. Merciful God, help us. It is your presence, Father, that's greater than anything that's here in this moment. It is your presence, Jesus, that has the power to remove Father, I ask right now in this moment, Jesus, that you strengthen us, Lord, and start to restore us, Lord. Renew our lives, Lord. Renew our minds, Father. Bless our families, Jesus. Help us to align our lives back, Father, where your priority in our lives, Father. Help us to align ourselves again, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for your love. I thank you for your mercy, Lord.
I thank you, Lord, for letting me get a glimpse of myself in the mirror, Father, and seeing what I still need to work on, Jesus, what still's bothering me, Jesus. But more than anything, that I heard your voice, Father, and what needs to change in me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus, to recognize this. Ayúdame, Señor, a entender más en lo que necesito dejar, Señor. ¿Qué quieres de mí? ¿Qué quieres que yo cambio, Señor? Oh, Señor, te estoy pidiendo ahorita en este momento, Señor, que tu espíritu, Señor, que es más grande que todas las cosas que están aquí en este momento, Señor, que los libra, Señor, a nuestras vidas, Señor, que cambias nuestras vidas, Señor. Mientras que ahorita tenemos esta esperanza, esta misericordia, Señor, y es tiempo, Señor, que dejamos el desierto, y es tiempo que entramos en nuestro propósito que tienes para nosotros muchos de nosotros estamos creyendo que estamos viviendo el propósito que tienes para nosotros para cada día Señor estás trabajando en nosotros oh Señor te estamos pidiendo ahorita en tu precioso nombre Señor bendito Dios, bendito Dios estamos pidiendo tu poder Señor oh Señor quebra las cadenas Señor haz otra vez carne el corazón de pierda Señor gracias Señor por tu amor, tu misericordia Señor, mientras que hay tiempo Señor en este momento Señor estamos pidiendo Señor que podemos cambiar nuestras vidas Señor entender más que ya se pasa la ignorancia Señor las decisiones que hacemos Señor que no son por tu voluntad Señor no queremos hacer el torre Señor sin pensar que se va a llevar Señor oh Señor estamos pidiendo ahorita en tu precioso nombre Señor que sanas nuestras familias, las heridas de nuestras familias Señor pero si hay algo diabólico Señor en, nuestro, en nosotros Señor en nuestra familia Señor en tu precioso nombre Señor te estamos pidiendo que lo quites Señor quítalo Señor, quítalo Señor In your precious name, Jesus, we ask that you remove it, Father. If there's something devilish, Lord, if there's something that's latching on, if a snake has exposed itself, Father, we're asking right now in your precious name to remove it, Jesus. Help us, Jesus, to get closer to you, Father. To be in your presence, Jesus. Almighty God, mighty Savior, Father. Merciful God. It is you, it is you, it is you, it is you, Father, that can do it, Father, in us. It is you that can do it, Jesus. I ask that you heal the body, you heal the church, Father. Help us, Lord, get closer to you, Father, to see you more clearly, Lord. Bless us, Jesus. In your precious name, Father, bless us. Oh, Lord, I ask that you bless our children, Lord. Bless our jobs, Father. Bless our homes, protection, Lord the protection you have over us, Father, that we don't take for granted your love, Lord, and your mercy. Oh, Father, return into us the joy of your salvation. Return to us the joy of your salvation, Father. Return to us the joy of your salvation, Father. Forgive us, Father, if we've been bad examples, Lord. Forgive us if we've been bad examples, Jesus. But it's your mercy, it's your grace, Father. Don't let us hold on to the past, Father. Don't let us hold on to the past. Let us move towards you, Jesus. We want to move towards you, Jesus.
Oh, Father, heal the body, Father. Heal the body, Jesus. In your precious name, Father, continue to bless this ministry, Lord. All my brothers and sisters, all the ministries here, Father, bless them, Father. Bless them, Father. In your precious name, Father, bless them. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for this ministry. All my brothers and sisters here, Father, we ask that you help us, Father, get closer to you in wisdom. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In your precious name, Jesus. In your precious name. Amen, amen, amen. In your precious name.